Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 12 in the book of Thessalonians. Two verses today, incredibly practical. I'm going to call this Live Like Corrine and Teddy. That is Corrine, my mother, and Teddy Roosevelt. We'll also throw in a quote from uh, Booker T. Washington. The verses today are incredibly practical. We just got done uh, with a, a verse that was a beautiful verse about loving one another and uh, Paul urging people to do it more and more. And then this is 4, verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 11. And he says, And aspire to live quietly and to mind your own affairs and to work with your hands as we instructed you, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. So that's it. That those two verses, aspire to live quietly, to mind your own affairs, to work with your hands so that you may walk properly before outsiders. So let's talk about aspiration first. First of all, this is good stuff that we're going to talk about today. This is good stuff to shoot for. This is like being at a funeral and kind of summing out, hey, what was this per- person's trajectory in life? What did they aspire to and did they hit it? Well, the first thing they, they, uh, Paul talks about is to live a quiet life. And I'm going to quote my mother. My mother was being interviewed for her obituary. And she said, uh, I was just a housewife, just a mama. And that was enough. I knew I wanted it right from the beginning. I never did anything important, but I did it every day. So I'm using my mother as the best example that I can think of about living a quiet life. That doesn't mean that it wasn't influential. It doesn't mean she didn't work hard. And it didn't mean that she didn't have a big footprint in the locale that she that she uh, uh, chose. But she's the best example I can think about that. All right, second point. Mind your own affairs. Um, have you noticed how those who meddle the most seem to be the most messed up? I mean, just kind of a general principle. I'm going to quote Teddy Roosevelt here. Uh, The quote's longer than this, but I'm going to abbreviate it just a little bit. He said, uh, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who actually does try to do the deeds. So Teddy Roosevelt here is honoring the the worker bee kind of person, the person that's in the arena, the person that's fighting, rather than the person that's outside of the arena, uh, throwing rocks and criticizing and uh, uh, making suggestions. So he's honoring the person that is not the critic, but it, that is the doer. So let's go on to the doer. He says, to aspire to live quietly, to mind your own affairs, and to work with your hands. Think about that. So the Lord, this is not a a total theology on on work, but just remember, the Lord invented work. In fact, he invented work before the garden, uh, before the fall. He told man and woman to work in the garden. It's a reflection of his character. He worked in creation and works now uh, holding it all together. So work isn't everything, but it certainly is something. And Paul says, hey, I instructed you uh, 
I instructed you to work with your hands as we instructed you. And then he's he's not even done. He's going to do it again. Listen to this passage in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Now we command you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus, keep away from any brother who is walking in idleness, walking in idleness, and not in accord with the tradition that you receive from us. For you yourselves know how you ought to imitate us, because we were not idle when we were with you. Nor did we eat anyone's bread without paying for it, but with toil and labor we worked day and night, that we may not be a burden to any one of you. It was not because we don't have the right, but to give you in ourselves an example to imitate. For even when we were with you, we would give you this commandment, if anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. So this is a theme with the Thessalonians, apparently. Uh, that they instructed him when he was with them for three weeks. Now he's instructing him in the first letter. And in the second letter, he's going to mention it again. Don't walk by idleness. Be an example of this. So the, the point is that this a part of Christianity is working. It's commerce. It's toil and labor. And the way they did, but Paul describes it as, hey, day and night, not to be a burden. So work has a consequence. He, he definitely wants us to use all our resources and stretch. Here's the Booker T. Washington quote of the day. Nothing ever comes to me that is worth having except as the result of hard work. Okay, so why all these things? Why hard work? Why minding our own affairs? Why uh, uh, living a quiet life? So that, verse 12, so that you may walk properly before outsiders and be dependent on no one. Let me just address the be dependent on no one. That seems to go with the the working part of that. I want to focus more on the walking before outsiders. He seems to be saying no work equals no witness, or at least an impaired witness. The quality of my work, the quality of my efforts, the the quality of my aspirations, if you will, in these areas that we're talking about today, equals the quality of my witness before outsiders. So what we do matters because other people are watching and not just brothers, but people outside the body of believers. So very practical today. We've got uh, great heroes in the in the faith. My mother, Corrine, Teddy Roosevelt, and Booker T. Washington instructing us to live quiet life, aspire to these things, mind our own affairs, don't be critical of others, work in our own houses, so to speak, work hard and walk properly before others. What a practical thing today. I'll see you tomorrow.